Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Emmy Giddings, Dan Devone with you. One hour in the books, three to go up until 2 o'clock here on a Sunday on 95.7 The Game. You know, Dan, I've had the chance to work with you as a producer, now as a host. A lot of people tend to come at you. You've gone like, yes, you were my underling, young man that was my understudy, then he's a producer, then he's my co-host. Now he's running the show. Now I am your B. I am looking up at you, my man. (laughs) Is he signing your checks now? (laughs) Like, I'm on the other side of the table. I don't know if you've noticed things, but Ev here is host, the main host. He's the guy who's opening the show. I'm just sitting here. He just points at me and says, all right, let him out of his case. Say something now. Okay, shut up, Dan. Well, full full disclosure, Dan Devone was kind enough this morning. Hit him on the vine. Say, all right, we're going on 10 o'clock, 10 to 2. We got a lot of great stuff coming, blah, 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 blah. And then he's, I, I say, hey, you know, Dan, would you mind if I, if I drove today a little bit? He says, oh, absolutely. So as much as the floor has, you know, in, it, you're kind of framing it as, as maybe I'm, I'm rising up. Well, you you have given me the floor, no, which dude, I appreciate. We all know where you're headed, bro. Like a bullet to the very top. But let's not even dance around that. I don't mean to embarrass you, so go ahead. Well, hopefully Trey Lance is headed to the top because that is exactly where a lot of 49er fans, I think, expe- I think expect <laughs> this season to go. Appreciate you, Craig Valentino, back there on the board. Dude, I, I, I love working with this crew, honestly. It, it makes these four hours go by so fast. It's just so much fun. We're sitting here in the break. We're talking baseball. We're watching uh, the Yankees and the Rays. Craig's a Seattle Mariners fan. They're going to make the playoffs for the first time since the Vietnam War. And it's, <laughs> it's going to be an amazing, amazing show for you. I just, it's, and, of course, now you got me sidetracked. But I think they were the Washington Senators in the Vietnam War, if I'm not mistaken. It's they're the definitely, not the, definitely not the commandos, I can tell you that. By the way, Yankees and the Rays having a typical baseball fight. Somebody, somebody got plunked and a lot of staring. Both, I love you know. I love it. You as a play-by-game would appreciate this. Oh, and both bullpens empty. Here they come. Yeah. When's the last time a dude in a bullpen throw a blow? What's the last time a guy in a bullpen actually came out on the field and actually got into something? Someone that came from the bullpen, I do not recall. I do know the last big bullpen guy to blow things up on the spot, I believe, was Amir Garrett. Uh, He was a Cincinnati Reds pitcher a couple years ago. Literally took on the entire bench of the Pittsburgh Pirates by himself. Walked off the mound, threw his glove, said, you, me, right now. (laughs) And instead of pointing at one, he pointed the entire Pittsburgh bench (laughs) and just got engaged. Gulf by a sea of black and gold. No, that that is a play-by-play man's dream. Right. We got a brouhaha going on at PNC Park. <laughs> that that's what we're waiting for here. But well, so the one thing we don't we have not seen, honestly, like for for all of the you know the the specter of, of what's going to happen with Garoppolo and Trey and the Niners. This we have not. There has not been any infighting whatsoever that we know of. It's pretty much just been all speculation from the media critics, and I think it's deserved because anytime you throw a monkey wrench like the Forty ers did and Jimmy Garoppolo into this situation, I think you invite critique. You invite people to wonder what the hell is going on. But the one thing that we haven't seen really, and, and I think this is a you know a reflection of the, the kind of person that Jimmy Garoppolo is, there doesn't seem to be any issue between them. Yeah, and I think it's both of them have that sort of makeup. I think Jimmy G is just a he's a good dude. 
There's no other way to describe it. I hate to oversimplify it. He's just a good person. And I think Trey Lance is a soulful, kind guy as well. I think one of the reasons that it works is that they're both good people. I think they're both good. I'm a big Trey Lance person. I like that. I like the way that dude is wired. I really do. And I think Jimmy's the same way. But make no bones about it, though. To me, at least. Trey Lance, after, you know, we exchange pleasantries. I love you. You love me. Now when I go back and I, you know, when I'm amongst myself and or my my boys, the personal conversation I have as it relates to this entire scenario between the two of us, I'm here to protect my job. I am the star of the 49ers. You're my backup. Jimmy Garoppolo, while he may never admit this, one of the reasons I came back here is I'm here to take his job. I'm the star of this team. They can still work and exist in the same quarterback room, but no one will convince me otherwise that those are the personal thoughts relative to each man. Well, a week from today, we're going to see Trey Lance take the field as QB1 for the San Francisco 49ers. This entire week leading up and the entire week in front of us, maybe except for Thursday and Friday, we'll talk about the Bills along with the Rams who are playing and starting the season on Thursday Night Football, and then I'll carry us through Friday. But what we're going to be talking about is, all right, how long is the leash? How long is Trey Lance's leash now that Jimmy Garoppolo is back in the fold? I tend to believe that it's going to be a lot longer than other people give him. I think that if Kyle Shanahan gave Jimmy Garoppolo a 3-5 and five leash last year, that Trey Lance will be allowed to lose some games at the beginning of the season purely because of the fact that I believe if you go to Jimmy Garoppolo at any point in this season for any reason outside of injury... You can't go back. I agree with you. You cannot go back to Trey Lance. And so that's why as much as, you know, people are talking about how, you know, we're we're pontificating about, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo being back in the fold and this and that, I believe Kyle Shanahan when he says that this is Trey's team. And I think that Trey's team makes me it does make me team Trey in a way, but I think I fall more under the team 49er. I I do have trust in Kyle Shanahan that he is going to give Trey ample opportunity to start, and Jimmy Garoppolo really is just an expensive contingency plan. I think that when you're talking about the leash last year to that of Jimmy Garoppolo, he got off to the 3-5 and five start. Why it was a little bit longer is because he was proven. He's a veteran. And so you know at least what it is that he can do. Should Trey Lance get off to a similar start? I don't know that the both are applicable. I don't think that the leash will be as long. I think that there's a there's going to be a sense of fear that's going to be applied to Trey Lance's inability or ineffectiveness that you didn't see with that of Jimmy Garoppolo simply because he's never done it before and this is his first opportunity and I'm thinking what's dancing in the back of my head that he can't do it. And one thing that you have to keep in mind when it comes to Kyle Shanahan, he is obsessed with winning games this year. That's the way the dude's wired, but especially this year. This talk of them having the best roster aside from a quarterback in the NFL, if you were to take the quarterback out of it and just look at rosters in the NFL, the 49ers, I would put them at the very top. And what that means is that you have an opportunity. The window is ajar. All those, you know, all those, those phrases, those catchphrases we love to throw out, the window is definitely open for you to win that Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan, being the sort of whack job that he is, and any good coach is wired this way, I'm obsessed about winning. Am I thinking about his future? Am I thinking about what Trey Lance, what this is going to mean to him mentally if I have to bench him and then we got to hit reset and do this whole thing in 2023? It's not even dancing in his head. I think if Trey Lance is not good, the leash will be short. Jimmy Garoppolo will be your quarterback. Why? Because I need to win now. My opportunity to win a Super Bowl is today. So, and this is where I want to go with this. 888-957-9570. If you had to pick a side, Team Trey, Team Jimmy, which team are you on? Because I would absolutely be Team Trey, and I think that Kyle Shanahan will be Team Trey this season because of what you just mentioned about the character of Trey. The headspace, the the intelligence, the way he carries himself, the way he's already seemed to master the 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 interview. I think for those reasons Kyle Shanahan 
can give Trey the same amount of... Le- I mean, it doesn't necessarily make as much sense because he's a first-time starting quarterback. We don't know. There's going to be a lot of question marks. There's going to be ups and downs in terms of his play. But Kyle Shanahan, to me, the reason why he traded up to get Trey in the first place and spent all the draft capital to go get him was because he believed in the person maybe even more so than the quarterback, just because there's not a lot of tape. You just hadn't seen enough of him throwing. You have to trust the individual and the, the type of smarts that Trey has more than the arm on his right shoulder in a way. And that's why I think that he's going to give him as much leash is because he trusts Trey and you know the, the fortress of solitude upstairs more so than... I, I don't know if he's making these five-yard outs as, as much as I'd like him to. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think that that was what put it over the edge after we talked to the guy. He said, you know what? This is the dude I want to invest in. But, Ev, I've heard too much about – I've heard about the fortress – what, what did you just say? The fortress, fortress of, of solitude? solitude. Sorry, I, I made some Greek mythology references earlier. That, that, that one was a Superman. My bad. The fortress of solitude, the mental makeup, this kid's an old soul – I think it's gotten to the point where Kyle Shanahan is like, you know what? How about just being a good quarterback physically? How about just not missing a drag route when George Kittle's wide open coming left to right? How about stop overthrowing dudes that that you need you need to complete these passes? I know. Here's the thing about Trey Lance. I think that when he walks up to the line of scrimmage, he knows where to go with the football, and that's putting him in a rarefied air. When you talk about young QBs, he mentally is all there. I think he he has got the wherewithal of knowing exactly where the ball's got to go. He knows his personnel. I think he knows defenses. It's just physically, can he get it there? And he hasn't proven that to anybody at this juncture. Not consistently. And that's where we're at. It's, it has nothing to do with the mental approach. And I think that becomes a, a red flag the more we talk about it and the more we hear about it. Because it's averting the real question is, well, is he a good quarterback physically? Because that's what this is going to boil down to. And right now he hasn't proven to anybody that consistently, and again, none of us know. Even the biggest Trey Lance detractors have no idea what sort of quarterback he's going to be because he hasn't done it. But the area of concern, and I think Kyle Shanahan, if he was to be honest, was I don't know if this dude can do it at the NFL level in terms of completing passes, moving the chains, and being a consistently good quarterback. I have my doubts, which is why I got Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is the question I want to ask you off of that. Well, what is Jimmy's greatest strength? Because I would contend it's his character. It is the mental makeup. It is the way he is able to you know, ingratiate himself with the locker room, the way he brings guys up around him. No one in that 49ers locker room, publicly at least, has said a bad thing about Jimmy Garoppolo whether when he was overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders, when he was missing guys in last season, and now when he's back on the 49ers. We don't hear the bad parts about Jimmy G's physical deficiencies from his team because of that mental make because of that character trait that he has i see a similar character trait in trey and so if you're going to be okay with jimmy garoppolo's inability to throw a you know a ball outside the numbers then don't you also have to be okay with trey struggling a little bit no because i think there're different levels of struggling what you have to keep in mind that yes he is very limited as a quarterback at times but he's also very good And he's proven that he can be good and consistently good at the NFL level. One thing people have to remember, go back and look at this statistically. From December on, he was the most efficient quarterback in the NFL. Mm. Not in the NFC, not in the division. The most efficient quarterback in the National Football League was Jimmy Garoppolo the last three and a half months of the season. That's fact. He has proven he can win a game and big games on the road in Green Bay. He has proven that he can go into Los Angeles, the last regular season game, in a game they need to win to get into the postseason, and he can win that game. He has proven to me that he can take this team to an NFC Championship. He's proven that he can go to a Super Bowl. While he can be limited, right? Listen to me. Well, people always, not you specifically. Come at me. When people... They hear me talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and they think I'm his, you know, I'm his biggest apologist and I'm defending the dude and that I think Haters. that's not the case here. I recognize that this dude, you can set your watch to it. He'll throw that interception that's going to want you to pick up your TV and toss it onto the street. Guaranteed Jimmy will do that. 
You can book it. Jimmy is going to throw that head-scratching, what the hell were you thinking there? That's just who he is. But there's also an upside that we have to recognize. So I think the physical upside to Jimmy G clearly outweighs what you're seeing from Trey Lance when you're trying to measure the two from a mental standpoint as to why one plays and the other doesn't. It sounds like you're more comfortable, and perhaps fans could be too. 888-957-9570. Also hit us on the Comcast business text line. You're more comfortable, Dan Devone is, with knowing that Jimmy Garoppolo gets you to 10 wins, he gets you in the playoffs. You're not as comfortable with, okay, Trey Lance could win you 10 or 11 games this year, but he also could win you six, and you could miss the playoffs, and this might be a disaster of a season if Trey Lance starts all 17 games. Well, I think the team, if the defense is good, we'll see with the offensive line, but you can hide him. You can insulate him, and yeah. he can develop with, with this team because if it's as good as what we hear and all the peripheral pieces aside from Trey Lance, if they're as good as advertised, he can coexist. He can be a starting quarterback, and you, I think you could get to a Super Bowl. You can limit what it is that he has to do. You can mitigate his responsibilities. You can take things off of his plate in terms of what it is he needs to eat and still be a very good football team. I do, I do believe that. But if you're talking about, you know, if it, if it becomes a team where you have to rely on your quarterback and he becomes insufficient and clearly inferior, then yeah, you got to make a switch. And I'm talking beyond this year. I don't know. He has to prove to me, and I think to a lot of people, that while he can hit Danny Gray and drop a dime from 75 yards out, that he's got to be able to hit a guy's wide open in the right flat five yards away from him. He's got to prove that he can move the chains and consistently orchestrate a 10, 12-play drive and go 90 yards down the field, throwing intermediate passes and being accurate. Until he does that, the jury will remain out on this guy. Yeah, it almost seems like, you know, we've seen Trey hit the 30-foot three-point shot, but we haven't seen him make a free throw, (laughs) you know. But it's, but, and and this is, and it kind of got me thinking, so in the 2020 pandemic season, we saw Jordan Poole, you know, the Warriors in their 15-win year, they were were god-awful. Jordan Poole shot something like 88, 90% from the free throw line, but he could not make a throw. I mean, that dude was, had the green light to jack it up from wherever, he was shooting 30%. And people had questions of whether or not he was a good shooter. Yeah. Even though the free throw percentage was there. Yeah. That tells me if you shoot 90% from the line, you got a J. You know how to put the ball in the hole. It's weird how it's working in reverse for Trey now where we have seen him be able to hit the deep ball. That's not always going to be there. You're not always going to have the 30-footer. But you need to make your free throws. You need to hit the five-yard outs. And that is something that, even though there are questions about him doing consistently, I believe he will do it enough in addition to hitting the deep shots to keep him on the field, to keep the leash as long as Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, we're going to go to the, for the, to the phone lines for the first time today. 888-957-9570. Mr. Brett from Marinda wants to talk about Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Which team are you, Mr. Brett? Trey Lance, without a doubt. Boom. So here's 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 the thing. Trey Lance is so much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. It's silly. I mean, there's a reason that they drafted him because they know they have a win now team, and Trey Lance is the guy. Jimmy Garoppolo has been close to the guy, but is obviously not the guy. The reason they re-signed Jimmy was because, in the case of an injury only, they need somebody to back up uh, Trey that can actually take them, you know deep in the postseason, but Trey is so much better than Jimmy, it's unheard of. Um, Trey Trey will figure out the five-yard passes, believe me, he just needs a season to actually play, and he's going to have a lot longer leash than Jimmy because he's, he's in the very beginning of his learning curve. Jimmy has had years to figure out the NFL, and he's just not that great of a quarterback. Well, you heard from Mr. Brett there, Dan. Sounds like he's Team Trey. Yeah, I heard from you there, Brett. You're drunk, buddy. <laughs> it's almost Labor Day. I mean, if, if you're not having a mimosa past 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning, it, you know, Sabbath for some, some people are getting out of church right now, but then you immediately go to where Mr. Brett is in Arinda and potentially, you know, a nice little uh, wild turkey in the morning. Well, listen, here's the thing, is, is, and Brett, I'm just giving you grief, man. We love you. But the one thing that I think, and, and I have to be aware of this as well, 
nobody knows what this guy's like. When somebody makes a bold statement that he is such a better quarterback than anybody, fill in the blank, predicated on what? The dude has just not played. So we all have to sort of see what it is that this guy is capable of doing. Everything that I'm telling you about, my levels of fear, is all a snapshot, right? It's just based essentially on a couple of preseason games, a handful of you know, regular season games, and primarily it's practice. None of us know. None of us know one way or the other we can definitively say he's this quarterback or he's that sort of quarterback. We need to see him do it consistently, or we just need to see him play before we can make any sort of judgment, I think, on this guy. I, I'm, I'm with you, and I do think there is comfort in knowing what you're going to get, which is what Jimmy Garoppolo is. And, and there's comfort in knowing, okay, maybe he you can't pencil in a conference championship game because they were down 17 nothing in the season finale last year. They easily could have been bounced from the playoffs. Jimmy Garoppolo could be on a different island, and Trey Lance would be your starter moving forward as you try and rebuild. But there is comfort in knowing that if Jimmy comes in, you know what you're going to get. Like you just said, we don't know what we're going to get with Trey Lance, but I think that people just want to have something new because you saw the the wall that Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers hit. His fault or others, uh, from the Comcast Business Text Line, throwing shade at Jaquaski Tart. I think that's unfair, but that's also a factor that plays in. If he makes that pick, who knows? Maybe they're in the Super Bowl. Maybe they win. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is still a long-term 49er. Who knows? But I, I just have trouble with not giving Trey Lance as much leeway as you did Jimmy. Because, I mean, okay, if if you lose to the Bears week one, if you lose to Seattle going into two tough games, you're looking at L.A., you're looking at another playoff team, you're looking at an 0-4 start, then I understand where there are questions. But if Trey Lance does what I think I expect him to do, which is be Jimmy-level, of quarterback, he's not the same type of quarterback. But the production, the wins, losses, I think will even out. I just I can't see how the leash is any different because Kyle Shanahan has, by bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back, signaled that he does want to win this year. We're talking about how the Giants need to win next year. The 49ers want to win now. No doubt, no doubt. And I think that Kyle Shanahan is. It, he didn't play Trey a bunch in the preseason. It was a little perplexing at the time. And then he brings Jimmy Garoppolo back in, which signals maybe Trey isn't all the way there yet or where he wants him to be. But I trust him when he says that this is Trey's team. And to me, that signals enough confidence from Shanahan in Trey Lance to give him at least until the bye week before he considers making a move. Yeah, I, I don't know whether it's the bye week. I don't know whether he plays the whole season. I don't know whether it's week two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think we I think it'll be obvious though. It'll be obvious to Shanahan, it'll be obvious to all of us that a switch needs to take place if he's not hurt. I, I don't think it's one of those well, this is how long the leash is. I think forget about the leash. It'll be evident to everybody watching that a switch is imminent and needs to take place in, need, in, in order to salvage the season. So I remove the entire leash component. It's just a matter of who's going to give you a better chance to win. Here's, here's the rub, as I see it. The one thing that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch will never tell you, and the one thing that everybody seems to evade and does the tap dance around, is the reason, to me at least, Jimmy Garoppolo is back on this roster is because it's a direct reflection of the ineptitude of one Trey Lance in the summer camp and in the preseason football games. I think that Kyle Shanahan, following that last preseason game against Houston, just simply said to himself, there's such a high level of uncertainty with this kid, and we have a team that could potentially win a Super Bowl, that I don't feel comfortable with this guy going forward. And I'm bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back into the fold. That's that's it in a nutshell, and they can tell you and sell you whatever it is that they want. But at the end of the day, if you rip it all apart, tear back the layers, that's the crux of the matter. They don't have faith right now in Trey Lance, which is why Jimmy Garoppolo's back in the building. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And it does make things more confusing. And it does send conflicting messages. And we're going to get into what those mean on the other side of this commercial break. We want to hear from you. 888-957-9570. we got a caller on the line. We'll get to him when we come back. Comcast Business Text Line, the same number. We appreciate you tuning in. Dan Devone, Evan Giddings, talking Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan. What is he doing with his quarterback room? We'll try and figure things out on the other side right here on 95.7 The Game. Ninety-five-seven, the game. Evan Giddings and Dan Devone taking you up until two o'clock here on ninety-five-seven, the game. Dan, I'm a little disappointed in you. What's up? Well, you came in here earlier in this week, rocking some kicks that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't know if I could pay oh, rent and come up with God. a number that's big enough for those Pradas you were on oh, in on Tuesday. God. You decided to leave him at home. I, I thought you'd show up in some products today. You know, why didn't you throw something at me? Why didn't you and the rest of the crew just tie me up, throw me in the closet, and leave me there over the weekend? Like, any, the next time, if someone rolled up to me and said, hey, man, those shoes are sort of sharp, what are they? And I throw back a Prada, dude, just, just throw some, just dump a drink over my head. Like, that ain't right. I, did, I was sort of being cute and also trying to be an ass at the same time, which well, is essentially who I am. And that's, and that's what got me. It wasn't the fact that you were actually wearing Pradas, according to Anne Hathaway, Devil Wears, <laughs> but the fact that you did not immediately own up to wearing the product, you try to play. Uh, I don't really know what these are. Uh, these what are these old things? These old things? Asics? The Reeboks? Uh, you know, is there some random brand? I, you know, these are what I thought. I thought they were Antas. They were Clay's brand. No, actually, they, they were Pradas. Yeah, I got a weakness. I'm sort of like uh, this is going back in the day, but Imelda Marcos. I think she had 800 pairs of shoes. This is the former uh, dictator's wife out in the Philippines way back in the day. I'm, I do have a weakness when it comes to um, <laughs> shoes, tennis shoes though. They're tennis shoe esque, right? I don't, you know. Well, no, I want to get deeper into this, and uh, we'll we'll leave the Trey Lance Jimmy Garoppolo conversation for a couple minutes from now. Which team are you on? Team Trey, Team Jimmy, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. So you're a big shoe guy, like do you, like are, are you are you most deaf in the Italian job? You got a room for your shoes up in the you know the Alps, the French Alps, and uh, there's nothing that can stop you from racking up. You know what were they doing? Prada. I, I'm wearing some Steve Maddens right now, so I must say, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go down to Macy's once man. in a while. Not bad. The text line is like Prada shoes, and I bet you don't own a house. You're probably making <laughs> car payments, and that's that's a good stick, man. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, people that typically are like, oh, look at my shoes, look what I'm wearing. Usually, are like, you know, taking the bus to work. But I, I get what you're saying there. Um, what was your question, man? Can we move on to Trey Lance now? Well, my next question was going to be, do you drive a spaceship? <laughs> <laughs> There's listen, man. When you're when you're you know, you should be subtle in everything you do. I'm taking notes, dude. You need to be subtle because he, the text line's right. The minute you get flashing, you like look at me, usually that's a dude who's got nothing. So Prada is not something anybody should either wear 
Or no, you can wear it, but you don't necessarily have to demonstrate it and or you know flash it. Those which, aren't which shoes I mean. for radio, Dan. No, <laughs> you don't have a face for radio. Shouldn't have shoes for radio. That's I mean, oh, no. For, for all I those, nothing. I got nothing, man. In all seriousness, no. Dan is one of the most easygoing people I've run into. He dresses. Like a blue collar worker, <laughs> except for when he walks up blue in. Collar. Yeah. <laughs> Great collar today. It's more of a striped action. There Shout out go. to the Yankees and a potential Aaron Judge. Oof. We talked about that in the first hour, getting to the 49ers here in hour number two. I want to start with this. And we've had a lot of good sound from this week talking about specifically the quarterback situation after the announcement that Jimmy Garoppolo is restructuring his deal to come back. 6.5 guaranteed. Uh, biggest paid backup quarterback in the league to QB1 in Trey Lance. I want to start with Peter King. He was on with Damon Arado earlier this week because he does have some concerns about Trey Lance. I am Team Trey. Dan is Team Jimmy. And this is sort of, you know, we were talking, we were tossing around character and the personality traits of each quarterback. Here is what Peter King had to say about the 49ers in bringing Jimmy back, as well as the concerns he has for Trey Lance. The more you think about this, I cannot kill the Niners for doing this. I just can't. I don't think it's dumb. I think it is the best decision for 53 players on this team and for the coaching staff. The only thing, I mean, I wonder about the psyche of the kid from Marshall, Minnesota. That's all. And I think it's a fair thing to wonder about. He's going to have to be really, really mentally tough to deal with some of the stuff he's going to have to deal with. And he has to just be mature way beyond his years and just forget the booing, forget whatever is going to come down on his head at that moment. And he's just got to move on. And it sounds like to me that mentally he can do that. It's just he's going to have a bunch of tests with that this year. Peter King on Damon Arado earlier this week here on 95.7 The Game. I'm kind of with him, although I, I do wonder, because we talked about you know the thing that I'm least concerned with Trey Lance about, honestly, is his psyche. I think that's the one thing yeah. that was the main sell for Shanahan when he drafted him. Really the only thing that he could figure out because he could only talk to him. He didn't have much tape to go off of. So... I mean, are you are you at all concerned about Trey's psyche if Jimmy Garoppolo happens to at one point? I don't want to frame it as taking his job, but Trey Lance doesn't prove that he has enough to earn the QB1 spot, and Jimmy Garoppolo is just next man up. Yeah, no. And my man Craig, if we get an opportunity, there's another sound that I want to play that's a little bit more hard-hitting from... From our man uh, Peter King, and he's on. He's talking to Mike Florio. What is that show? PFT Pro Football Talk. Yeah. So he's talking about Mike Florio, and he's talking directly about Trey Lance, which we'll have a little bit later for you. Craig can dig that up, but I, 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 I can't get down with. And I said this earlier in the week on the show that if if Trey Lance is feeling quote unquote pressure, or this is putting him in a bad situation or this is, quote-unquote, unfair to the young quarterback who's still developing, I'm just not on board with that. That's just, if you sign up to play you know, professional sports, and especially a quarterback in the NFL, pressure is part of, comes with the job, right? You're always going to be looking over your shoulder. There's always going to be looking, somebody looking to knock you off. And Trey Lance has got to put on the big boy pants and just recognize that, okay, I might be 22, but as long as I'm a starting quarterback in this league, there are going to be scenarios and situations like this, and that's just part of the beast. So I, I don't have, you know, there's there's not a part of me that that has any sense of sensitivity, I should say, when it comes to Trey Lance having to be put in, a, in an awkward situation. Well, but that's why I do wonder a little bit why we didn't see more of Trey in the preseason. And, and maybe that's Kyle oh, Shanahan's prerogative. And, you know, he said, look, preseason games are dumb. I'd rather have him play in joint practices, which is what he did against Minnesota. But if he really isn't all the way there, like, I mean, let's say if, if Kyle Shanahan has a, has a bar of 100, Trey's at 95. Okay. Yeah. He's not quite there yet. He's very close. Well, then. Why didn't we see more? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo played more in the preseason last yeah. year than, or just as much as Trey Lance did this year. It 
Like there, there just seems to be some mixed signals coming from Kyle Shanahan that I, I can't really figure out. And, and and maybe you can help us on the Comcast Business text line. Call in 888-957-950. What direction is Kyle Shanahan going in? Because I kind of see two timelines, Dan. I see the one where Kyle Shanahan wants to win this year. He wants to go to the playoffs three out of four years, something that that the that Harbaugh did when he was here. And I also see a situation where Shanahan wants to have his cake and eat it too, where he, he is trying to build his future in Trey, move it on down the line, but also win this season. I, I guess I wonder where you fall. Like where, where do you think Shanahan has the majority of his eggs in, in, in which basket? Win now or, or for the future? Oh, I think it's all about winning now. He's got horse blinders on. I don't even think he could even tell you who's going to be on this roster in 2023, nor does he care. I think he's about winning against Chicago and then winning against Seattle and then winning against Denver. That's where he's at. This year, he wants to win a Super Bowl. And whatever happens next year, he'll address it at that time. He's not thinking about... This isn't Farhan with a five-year plan. This is a guy that's obsessed with winning this year and winning a Super Bowl. And a Super Bowl, I really underline, because he could taste it with that overthrow by Jimmy Garoppolo to Emmanuel Sanders, which I always hearken back. That's when he drafted up the divorce papers. It was that one throw where you took away the one thing that I could see I had in my hand, drafted up the perfect play, and you blew it for me, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what began the separation between the two. I digress. He's all about this year. And I think what was the most telling thing we saw this preseason, was in the last game. And Trey Lance was going to play two series. And then on the fly, impromptu, you saw Kyle Shanahan say, let's, let's put you in for a third series. And the reason was, he needed to see more from his quarterback. Remember how bad things were going for the offense and for Trey Lance? And he decided to stick him in for another series. That should tell everybody. That was the shot across the proverbial bow that he needs to see more. That there is a level of uncertainty. I decided that I had to play him another series because I don't know that this guy can do it. That I have some levels of concern. Please give me a sense of security because this is the last tune-up we have with live bullets until we play an opener in Chicago. I need a sense of security. Complete some, complete some doggone passes before we stop playing preseason football games. That's why I'm sticking you out there for another series. And he didn't do it. And so it harkens back once again to what I believe is the core of all of this. That Kyle Shanahan right now put a gun to his head is not on board with Trey Lance in terms of being a consistent quarterback, and there are more questions than there are answers. We're trying to figure out what direction Kyle Shanahan wants to take this 2022 season for the San Francisco 49ers, and maybe the phone lines can help us as we head out to Fremont, and Rich wants to talk about Shanahan. Rich, where do you think Shanahan is at with Lance, Jimmy G? What are your thoughts on the entire situation as we examine the head coach for the 49ers? Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I think that when you think about Kyle Shanahan, you know, he's definitely one of the top three coaches in the league. And, you know, one of the things I think about is that in the NFL, if you have a weapon and if you rely on it more than anything else, you know, it works for a while. But then you go up against a defensive genius like, um, you know, the head coach of the Patriots. And the one thing he does is he tries to take away what you rely on. Okay, Kyle Shanahan is a schemer. That's what he does. You know, he does things that are unconventional. Okay, and he will utilize things that defenses have never seen before or defenses don't know how to stop. That's the reason why you saw last season, you know, Debo Samuel, who's supposed to be a receiver, running the football. And so why? Because that was something defenses hadn't seen. And that's what Kyle Shanahan's going to do. You know, I wouldn't be surprised this season coming up where even though Garoppolo is the backup, I wouldn't be surprised about the season where he runs a couple of seasons, uh, a series like he did last year where he pulls them in for one or two series just to give the defenses something they're not used to or something they haven't seen. Now, we know the defenses have seen Garoppolo on certain search, but the, 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 what is the, the narrative? The narrative is that Trey Lance is going to be over center the rest of the season. So if he puts Garoppolo in, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Now the defense has to change because we're doing something different. And so that's the reason why Kyle Shanahan does that. 
he doesn't give up too much of his hand too soon, and he gives you things that you're not used to. That's how he's able to beat you. And I believe that's what he's going to do again this season. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Rich. Rich, a P1. We hear from him all week here on 95.7 The Game. We appreciate you tuning in from Fremont, calling in. And actually, this this takes me, I think, to our next piece of sound, because when examining just how how weird this situation is, how strange it is, we heard Warren Moon come on Steiny and Guru from 12 to 3 earlier in the week. He talked about how it was unique but very strange. That's the, the word that he would use to describe the 49ers quarterback situation. Well, Damon Arado talked to Charles Davis on Friday. And he talked about how the return of Jimmy G, although it makes sense to him, isn't exactly sure why it's happening and how it it is strange. If you look at it strictly from football standpoint, who your best fifty three, a roster that's built to contend, do you really want to not have someone in the number two slot that you think and you can win you win you games if your number one guy isn't there? That makes perfect sense. It's just how we got here makes it a little bit of the bizarro world. We, you know, look, he wasn't even with the team. He's doing all of his workouts separately. He wasn't in the room. He wasn't around. He wasn't going to be there. Like, you know, he wasn't supposed to be a distraction, quote unquote. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, Trey, Jimmy, Jimmy, Trey. Everybody pull up a chair. Let's watch the film. <laughs> it's just how we got there, I think, is what's got everybody a little bit off balance. And that was from Charles Davis. He works for CBS, partnered with Ian Eagle and the CBS broadcasting crew for the NFL. It's kind of interesting. I, I just feel like that's where a lot of people are at. Like, they understand the move, and I do as well, but because we've never seen a quarterback situation like this before, you can only have your ears perked up and wonder why. Well, to answer Charles Davis's question, how did we get here? It's because Trey Lance wasn't very good in the preseason. And he wasn't very good in the summer camp. Now, I know he didn't. He does a lot of good things, but that's why we are here. And I know Kyle Shanahan will never say it. And the, the way they, they are so good at this, man. They are, I'm telling you, man, he and John Lynch, they are smooth. They are smooth characters when they said, oh, my God, we couldn't believe Jimmy Garoppolo was still there. We always said to Jimmy Garoppolo, listen, Jimmy G., if there's some way we can have you come back as a backup, we would love that. We thought for sure he'd be with another team. There he was. That's why he's here. No. That ain't true. Not that you're lying, but you're not giving full disclosure. The reason Jimmy Garoppolo is here, Kyle Shanahan, and Charles Davis to answer your question is because we're not sure about Trey Lance. Next. And that's why I wonder if... If Shanahan and Lynch are actually a step ahead, or are they really just a step behind? Like, because you had a, ch- I believe fully that they had a chance to trade Jimmy Garoppolo way back when, at the end of the season, before the shoulder surgery, sure. all this stuff. There was an offer on the table that they deemed unacceptable for the value that they, you know, calculated for Jimmy Garoppolo. And they overshot whatever that value was, and that's why he ended up still being a part of the 49ers in addition to having the the cloak of the, the shoulder surgery. Now, it's almost like this thing fell into their lap, and then they take credit for it for bungling the situation in the first place, still having him on the roster, and then claiming that this is just the best of both worlds. Or... Or in the back of their mind where they never sold on Trey Lance and were waiting for the summer camp and or the preseason to reaffirm or maybe for the first time demonstrate to them that, hey, listen, this guy's got it. There's going to be growing pains. But you know what, Ev, the development from last year to this year or from the last time we saw him from the summer to where he's at right now, I got full confidence in this guy. Jimmy, where do you want to go, bro? I'll sign where do you want? You want, to, you want us to release you? You're good. Or was there always this play in the back of their mind, Jimmy G is our ace up the sleeve because we just need to know where we're at with Trey Lance. And then when they saw where they eventually were with Trey Lance, they came a knock. And Jimmy G, we need you back in the building. Well, speaking of Jimmy G, we might have a Team Jimmy Caller on the line right now, Matt from San Francisco. Hey, You're on with Maddie. Dan Devone. Evan Giddings right here on 95.7 The Game. couple minutes left until the top of the hour. What do you got, Matt? What do you want to talk about, man? What's up, man? I'm definitely Team uh, Garoppolo. I'm Team 49ers. I'm not against Trey Lance. I think that uh, I believe, and everybody believes, even Steve Young himself. 
Jimmy Garoppolo is the most disrespectful quarterback in the NFL, the history of the NFL, right? This is because a lot of people are not looking at the situation. The situation we have right now is really Kyle Shanahan's offense, right? This is his offense. So, whatever, if, if the 49ers win, he gets all the credit. If the 49ers lose, the quarterback gets the blame, right? And this is where we're going to see that Trey Lance is going to have a problem, especially this year with this offensive line. This offensive, this offensive line doesn't block well. They're going to be third and long all day long. And one thing that Trey Lance don't have, and he's not, he hasn't perfect, he hasn't perfect the short throws, and we know that he missed a lot of those. And he's, uh, he doesn't have a quick release. Like, like Kino said, if Trey Lance want to make it in this, in the league, he better read the defense fast. And this is where Kyle Shanahan, they have a concern. And I believe, this is why I believe, and I'm going to predict this. The 49ers are going to come out of Chicago 0-1 unless Jimmy Garoppolo comes save the day. <laughs> That's what I believe. I think Trey Lance wasn't, I think they picked him on accident, not accident, but they should have picked Trevor, they should have picked Justin Fields. He was the right pick. But unfortunately, he failed during the stock, during the draft, and that's how they ended with Trey Lance. But yeah, I'm a Niners fan. I think this, it's going to end real bad, and it's going to end right on week one. Trey Lance is going to stumble because the offensive line is terrible. They're not going to block. You're going to find yourself owing a third and long all day long. And if, if he throw a couple picks and they're not scoring, I don't know how long they're going to last with, 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 with Jimmy G as a backup. And getting Jimmy G as a backup is a blessing. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you his last name. The reason why Jimmy G signed with the 49ers because he got confidence in himself and he believed that eventually at one, at, at, at one point he's going to take over as a starting quarterback. What's well, yeah, I, I don't know if the leash for Trey Lance is going to be as long as that. Quality call for Matt from San Francisco. We really appreciate you tuning in, man. And thank you for all the quality comments. Kyle Shanahan. And I, it, there's a lot to unpack there. Thank you for Matt. But with Trey Lance, like the the odds that he's going to struggle are going to be better than the odds that he comes out and lights the world on fire. Yeah. That that's That is without question. But then... Okay, how long do you let them struggle? I, I think they'll beat the Bears. Well, they better beat yeah, the Bears. Yeah, they're not losing to the Bears. They're not going to lose the Bears. The Bears might be the worst team in the NFL this season. They're not going to lose the Bears. But if Trey struggles in a game against the Chicago Bears, then people might start to look at him a little differently. Any differently than they're looking at him right now? Because <laughs> I expect him to struggle. I would think that wins and losses are going to dictate this. You're right. He can continue to develop. And you can, do, you can continue to roll him out there. And you can continue to hide him if the team continues to win at the expense of his developing. But the minute you begin to lose, compounded with the fact that he's not playing well, the writing's on the wall, we've got to make a switch. Again, it's going to be very apparent to all of us. I don't think it's going to be a personal leash from that of Kyle Shanahan as much as it is this is apparent to just the mediocre fan that something has to be done at the quarterback situation. And I do agree with you on this. I do think, partially because that's how we evaluated a lot, a lot of people did Jimmy Garoppolo, you have to evaluate Trey Lance on the W's and L's. I mean, no matter, even if he's a 50% completion and he's throwing more picks than t- touchdowns, if he doesn't kill you, if you're still winning ball games with him, to me, he gets to stay right on, on the field. I mean, that's what Jimmy G did. That's what Kyle Shanahan let Jimmy Garoppolo do in his first his two full seasons outside of injury and both of those seasons ended up in a Super Bowl and a conference championship appearance. So, you know, I don't want to say that that's the bar for Trey Lance, but if he continues to win and I I think even if they look, if you go into to the bye week around week 8 and the 49ers are are 2 and 6, then you might have a conversation. But if they're 4 and 4, 5 and 3, like I think you just keep it's it's almost one game at a time with this kid, but you got to at least give him to me enough. And I don't know, maybe Shanahan has it in his mind the amount of reps that that Trey Lance needs that he wants to get him. He needs twenty passes a game, and we're going to evaluate it from there. But if he but he needs to get to you know whatever that one hundred passes in the NFL before I can make a decision about his future in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think it's. It's it's that black and white. I think there's going to be some games where 
it may dictate that he has to throw more than others, but if there's games where he just puts it up five times and they're running the ball and the defense is creating turnovers, Shanahan's fine with that. It's just a matter of, of him progressing throughout the season while the team continues to win. Again, if you lose and you're still developing and you're coming on incrementally and you're losing, it might be time for a switch. I don't think it's I don't think that there's a number. I don't think it, that there's a, a a definitive barometer that Kyle Shannon has in place. This is just going to be as you said, it's going to be game to game, defense to defense, and it's just going to be how he is that particular afternoon. We want to broaden the conversation when we come back. Evan Giddings, Dan Devone with you here on 95.7 The Game. How much of this 49ers equation is dependent on the rest of the NFC? On the rest of the NFL, we're going to talk about what we think the season is, how it's going to play out for both the 49ers as well as the rest of the teams that we expect to contend in the Super Bowl. And maybe there's also another angle to this Jimmy G Trey Lance conversation that we haven't quite peaked and we'll get all into that in the next hour 12 o'clock hour coming up halfway home here on a Sunday we'll be back after this on 95.7 The Game This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 